Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's 902-1OMG with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Happy December, everybody. Oh my gosh, you guys, how is it December already? I don't know. It, In the it blink so of an fast. eye, it happened. Okay, you guys, so there's uh, there's good news and there's good news. Hmm. I'll take the good news. Okay, yeah, what do you want first? We are one <laughs> month, basically, away from 2020 being over. <gasps> you're right Aww. that's such a positive way to look at yeah. it yeah and uh we are officially the other good news into the holiday season it's my favorite time of mm-hmm. the year oh no don't start singing yet it's a little soon what do you mean singing. you have to start singing officially on thanksgiving that's when they start playing christmas music and it's acceptable you're right you're right mm-hmm. it's time so it- we've been playing it for like uh 15 days so we're a little ahead of the game but something exciting in my household today is my middle daughter Lola's 18th birthday really oh my god I can't (sighs) believe she's 18 I know happy birthday Lola Ray Aww. Aww. My mini me is turning 18 she is your mini me oh my goodness she's gonna fly the coop no how does no not yet but She's still in school, so she can't She's go yet. She's a senior in high school then? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Happy birthday, baby. You create magnificent humans. You do. Oh, thank you. I like them too. I'm just so proud of you. You're proud of me that I've kept them alive this long? No, I'm just like, it's crazy to think I'm that I've known you since we were teenagers and just, sorry, I don't know why I'm emotional. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, oh, like Lord. she's a you guys, she's a really great mom, you guys. It's just this. But she's like an <laughs> well, excellent. No, it's, mom. All the, like, yeah. it's all the world listening. You you're a great mom too. Thank you. But I really look We're up all to great you. moms. We I mean, are. No, our... I know, but it's just crazy. Like when you've had a friend that you've had since you were teens and just to think Yeah. You know, you, I don't think we ever talked about like what would that day look like when we were sixteen and seventeen that we would be sitting here talking <laughs> about you having an eighteen year old and us all having kids and it's just kind of crazy and I just love you and that's it. So what are the ages of your kids? I have a twenty three year old, an eighteen year old, and a fourteen year old. All girls. Okay. All girls. And you have a nine-year-old. Mm-hmm. Explain that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a nine-year-old named Hattie. She is officially my daughter. Jenny claims okay. that one of mine is actually hers. <laughs> okay. It was a mistake. There was a mix-up. Yeah. No, she's way more like Jenny than me. So she's absolutely <gasps> oh, that's really her funny. daughter. <laughs> Tori, what about you? My uh, kiddos, well, I have um, a stepson who's 22, Jack, and then the babes from my belly Liam is 13, Stella is 12, Hattie is 9, but she's actually Jenny's, and Finn is 8, and Bo is 3. Oh, Do all the cast members have kids? No, Jason has kids. Oh, we, we did. Uh, almost everyone, but we counted. Remember? We counted. Yes. <laughs> okay. Jason has two. Okay. I'm Brian kidding. has four. Four. You got, I can't, I'm, I already I'm lost counting. myself I got with on my the finger. math. Okay. okay. We're at I'm six. A, I'm a finger counter, uh, go. You have five. I have three. Gab has two. What about Ian? Luke has two. two. Luke has yeah. two. Ian has two. So we're at 20. 20? <laughs> this is fun. And Shannon has a fur baby. She has a lot of fur babies. But let's not count fur babies. No. So. Okay. But Shannon loves so all So Shannon doesn't have any kids. She does not. Mm-hmm. But she's only. so good with my kids. Like met Shannon for the first time during BH90210 and loved her. Like. Stella and Shannon talked horses and going horseback riding. She's really amazing with kids. Um, Mm -hmm. So she can unofficially be a part of all of our children's lives. Wait, so what's our total? I think it's at 20. Uh, Is that possible? I thought there were more. Are we missing any? Tori, if you're this emotional on Jenny's daughter's 18th birthday, I can't imagine how emotional you're going to be with your own. (laughs) Oh my God. She has so many kids that are also close in age. I told her... You, just wait until they're teenagers. You are so screwed because they're all going to be teenagers at the same time. She said, you are f***ed, is what she said. I, you can't say that. I just did. Because it, it, it weighed on me because it's screwed. It's just like, eh, you're screwed. There was such intensity behind it that I, I remember her voice in my head the day she said it. And I will <laughs> never forget it. Because it was so intent and just so genuine and so like, I've been there and I'm so sorry for you. You're, (laughs) I know what's coming. (laughs) All right. Let's jump into the episode, ladies. We're getting a little sidetracked. Did you guys watch? Of course we watched. This is uh, season one, episode four. This episode aired on October 25th, 1990. And uh, Tor, why don't you give us a little synopsis? So the first time, Brandon gets a visit from his Minneapolis girlfriend who brings pleasure one night, but pain the (laughs) next. Meanwhile, Brenda has an adventure in babysitting for a hunk teacher. And it's called The First Time. And you guys are barely in it. I needed more of each of you. Oh, I know. 
Yeah. I have a question. In the opening, uh, is that your body they pan up in the bikini? Oh, yeah. I always thought it was. Is it a red bikini? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that was the girl from the first, ep- from the green, no, from the price tag show. She's laying on the diving board. That's that girl. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's not my body. That's so funny. I always it thought it I was thought, you. Yeah, it looked great. I thought it could have been you. I don't know. Well, I'll take it then. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I'm just going to go on record and say I think every episode should open on a shirtless Brandon. I'm in favor of this. I was thinking the same thing. I mean. But then I feel creepy because he's supposed to be like 16. So Yeah, but you weren't 16 <laughs> when like, you know what I mean? When you watch it, right. I go right back to then, like the me that watched it. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> this is so cray cray sis are you seeing a theme here week to week what's the theme i'm just gonna say it again oh my god you never knew it but somewhere deep down you're in love with jason Priestley. okay (laughs) how come you do this every time because you never not, viewed the episodes like that before. And now you look, oh. and now each week you're going goo goo gaga over Brandon. I just have a deeper appreciation so, for Brandon. That is Brandon. 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 Yes. I know. I just wanted to say his name, Jason. <laughs> but hey, I'm feeling all the feels too. I'm right back. We're, we're teenage girls all over again watching this from mm-hmm. the outside in this time. And I get it. I get it. But yeah. I feel like this time around, you're like Team Brandon. It might be. I don't know. We're four episodes in, too. Yeah, I got I got some ways to go. But yeah. I feel like this episode was like, um, he was in the beginning of the show, they really focused more on the twins and the Minnesota and the Beverly Hills of it all, which mm-hmm. it, which is, it's impel, impelling? No. What's the word when you're? Compelling? Into, like. Compelling. compelling thank you <laughs> thank you it's compelling when they when they do that because you want to know because this is a this episode's like six months after they move to beverly hills and which is cool is that it's november in this episode and it's november and well it was november for us so we're very like oh, on yeah. the same timeline oh as the kids. good I one didn't think about yeah, that that's cool and it's like sunny and, and warm Brandon hates, he's california he's what yeah He's hating California. He he seems like he just is not into it. But Brenda seems a little bit more. Well, it's funny how they it. reference like the heat wave in November and they reference yeah. earthquakes and how she's so scared. Mm-hmm. We, I, we, I, I'm born and raised Southern California. So, you, so are you, Tori. Jenny, were you scared of earthquakes when you moved here? Was that a thing for you? Yeah. No, I still am terrified of earthquakes. But who isn't? I mean, come on. You're not afraid of an earthquake? Even born and raised, I'm, really. I'm scared of them. Oh, my God. No, you're right. I pretend to you be just scared of them. I'm not scared to of them. With, I don't know. I, I am. Yes, when it's happening, there is a fear. And especially now that I have kids, I'm like, run to them. But I don't know. Growing up, it was just like they happened all the time. There was big ones, small ones, you know. One time I was in an earthquake um, and I lived by myself. And I, it was while we were filming the show i was like me wait was it the northridge one it was in the, wait, 90s. the northridge happened yes, during the show while we the were northridge filming one. Mm-hmm. i must have been i was young i didn't have kids or a husband yet i must have been like 19 you never and, lived yeah. you never lived alone so i don't know you you i did too i lived alone <laughs> i, I lived in a tiny two hit. bedroom 
I was absolutely, well, my mom was in the other room, <laughs> but I lived alone. <laughs> when that hit, I know you weren't alone because I know who I was dating and I know who you were dating because, yeah. Well, we for some reason, date, he so. wasn't in my bed because I remember w- waking okay. up mine wasn't during that either, earthquake. Mine was still out drinking, I think. Who? Who is this? What? You can't just raise your eyebrow on, on a podcast. Maybe they were together somewhere when that hit. It hit at like four in the morning, right? Silence. Who is? Uh, I don't even know who it is. I don't. I don't even know who it is. So (laughs) it was Nick and Dan. Oh, oh, Nick and Dan. Yeah, Nick and Dan. Who are you dating, Tori? Uh, His name was Nick. Like an actor, just a regular person. Because like this is now. You guys are. This is 1994. So you guys are four years into Um, fame. So I feel bad. It's been very well documented possibly by me uh about the the relationship that we had it was not a good relationship and it was my first like big like first time living with a boy and out on my own and Mm -hmm. it was a it was a very bad relationship and you know what I'm sure he's fine now and sober and he's gone on to be successful in his field um and I told you I ran into him right Jen yeah I did okay I ran into him like 10 years ago and he apologized and he seemed great. Wow. And he was like, I was a kid and I'm sorry. And anyway, um, it was a horrible, horrible, you know, emotionally mm. not good relationship. Oh, and sorry. Jen and Jenny used Jenny used to try to um, to beat him up on many occasions. And that used beat to- him up. I would beat him up. Huh? <laughs> yeah. It was interesting. The dynamic. So both you and Shannon felt the same way about him. But you know how you have two different types of friends? The friend that's like, okay, I know that if I say something, he's just going to yell at her later. Like, why do you tell your friends the bad stuff Mm -hmm. about me? So they like just act like everything's cool when you're out. That was Shannon. Jen, however, was the friend that was like, I don't care. I don't like how he's treating you. And I have to say something. I'm sorry. Sorry. Which I love. I see that being you. Like she was my protector. So there were many. I'm occasions. always that way with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very protective of you to this day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is so sweet. You wanted to beat him up, and Luke did beat him up on Christmas Eve one year. <gasps> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My parents used to have a Christmas Eve party every year that was like just family and like really close friends and one year he and he might and one year my dad invited Luke and Jason and it was Christmas Eve and I came with this bad boyfriend at the time and Luke hated how he treated me and was so like again the dynamic of two friends Jason hated him too but Jason would be like hey buddy how's it going even though he'd be like I hate him and I want you to break up with him I don't want him Mm -hmm. in your life but Luke was just like, Nick would be like, hey, man. And he'd be like, like that. And I'd be like, oh, God, it's going to happen. Don't. And yeah, it was just like one wrong move. And Luke just like in the middle of a Christmas Eve party, Luke punched him. No <laughs> way. It was the only time that. that Luke and I didn't talk for months. Because oh, I was man. devastated. Because I, at the end of the day, I had to go home with this guy. So the wrath of, you know, he was never physically abusive, but very emotionally and verbally. And 
Mm-hmm. You know, what did you tell him that he hated me so much that he thinks I'm so bad that he would do that? And it was just all of that. And I, I knew, remember, yeah. So, yeah, that happened. So that was a fun Christmas. Well, <laughs> I guess Luke and I both are very protective of you. Yeah. You were the two. That's the takeaway. Wait, but I just do, I, I want to just add that I wasn't ever invited to one of those Christmas Eve parties. <laughs> okay, so as... <laughs> That's what I've been thinking about since you said that. Hey, So wait, as it was, was coming out of my mouth, I'm like... Oh, you were like, oh, man. Man. oh I should have said that. She's going to say I was never invited to one of those. <laughs> well, if it, ma- if it makes you feel better, you know my dad adored Shannon as well, and she was never invited. It was just Luke and Jason. Yeah. Mm. And I think, yeah. well, we should get back to the episode, but we need to take a break. And when we come back, we need to talk about Brandon's ex coming in. I thought you were going to say abs. No, his his abs. This show is about his his (laughs) ex-girlfriend. We'll be right back. (laughs) Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, We know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210 
books.com, promo code 90210. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Wait, was this Brandon's? First time, that was my like question. He was too. a he was a virgin before, and he was now a what? he's not a virgin. What's a virgin? A virgin. Oh, it's a virgin. A virgin would be it's, like a like a. Would it be virgin then if it's a man like a virgin? Mm, he was a virgin. Yeah. Oh, you just started something that that's going to trend now. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't hate it. No, but so Cheryl was his first, and they did it in. Brandon's bedroom while his parents were in the other room. Okay. For me. Isn't that fun? No. For me, as a mom of teenagers, again, I was like, oh my God, this is my life. Cindy's living my life where you literally, you're so uh, like acutely on edge all the time. You can hear them kissing. I didn't know you could you could oh hear someone kissing. <laughs> I just wait. Are you talking about the episode now? You're or talking about her life because I could hear her saying, "Dave, Dave, go talk to her. Dave, go in there." No, no, doing? I'm talking about Brandon and Cheryl. And I'm, I'm not. No, I'm not Brandon talking about sex. Just like she has a thing like where she doesn't want any boys in her girls' bedrooms. Am I wrong? That's normal. Which is well, normal. Listen, I would yeah, be the same I, way. No, yeah, you're right. I have one daughter that abided by that beautifully, and then now another daughter who has a boyfriend and she's like well, we just want to hang out in her room and it's been a thing like I'm like okay you guys can go in your room but you can't shut the door okay and now yeah. I've softened up on that even like I'm so easy I'm such a pushover okay, but no, she, <laughs> you guys she is not easy and she is not a pushover here's the thing the door was shut last time and um Why I know you're just whispering? in there watching a movie because she's in the other room um and they were in the room. So what did As I you do? tell the story I, on a podcast? Well, I don't think she'll hear it. Um, they <laughs> uh, they were in there. And so I went and got the vacuum and started vacuuming right outside her door, like really roughly. Nice move. Hitting the door with, with the vacuum over and over <laughs> and over. I think they got the message. That's I really cannot good. believe. Parenting tips. You totally messed up her game. 
There's no game. You're in, you're in your, uh-uh, no game. But Brandon certainly brought the game. I was like, when he was kissing, first of all, he said, I don't do long distance relationships. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, Brandon. Um, Chill, bro. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Then he somehow gets her into his room and the making out of it all was so graphic so intense i was like huh i'm a little uncomfortable this is i wasn't i was like pretending i was under him i was like he that looked so okay first of all i have a bone to pick with jason because i think jason is an amazing actor but i did not feel like that was his first time i didn't feel it it was supposed to be Brandon's first time. a little too confident. good at it. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. I mean, yeah, which is what America, like all the girls watching, they wanted to see him be, I mean, hey, they're watching Brandon kiss. They want to like have all the feels that they're right there and they're the girl he's kissing. So that worked mm-hmm. out, but I, there was nothing awkward or, yeah, he was like good, good at it. Mm-hmm. I just noticed how it, he kind of set the bar. He kind of screwed all of us. Uh, you know, the rest of the actors on the show, because he set the bar so high with the first makeout scene of the series yeah. that uh, from then on out, we had to really put out on the, I mean, not really put out, <laughs> but like we had to really give it our all in the kissing scenes. And I didn't know that this was like my first foray into making out on camera. So that's my question for you guys as actors. Are you supposed to use tongue when you kiss on camera? Are you not? <sighs> There's no hard, fast rules, right? What's preferred? So. Pref- depends on I what prefer- the guy looks like. I'm well, not going to yeah, lie. It, does- hmm. <laughs> it depends on the actor you're working with. Yeah. Really? I mean, if I it's mean, like I- a hot guy, you're like... I think back in the day when we were filming these shows i think teenagers are a little more tonguey perhaps uh right because you all wanted to kiss anyways didn't care who it was teens or tonguey so oh so you're saying like actors did it to portray uh realistic teens like, yeah like really <laughs> kissing yeah that's it <sighs> yeah mm-hmm. it wasn't i we mean we were doing our job let's yeah. be frank we were like in our formative years we were teen and 20 something girls and boys having to make out with beautiful people like it was a really hard job (laughs) there was a lot there was just so much tongue and so much spit swapping i kissed more on screen than i did off screen like that was absolutely yeah like that was like wow like oh you kiss a lot of boys and it was like well on screen like yeah that came naturally Mm -hmm. like i would have no idea how to kiss a boy off screen (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah right but definitely there was something I think girls are more conscious than of this. Girls are more conscious of this than boys. You definitely like if it's a cute boy and an actor and you're kind of feeling the chemistry. If the boy did not stick his tongue in your mouth, you're like, OK, what's wrong with me? Because you're uh-uh. young. Uh-uh. Uh, for no. sure. Maybe Never? that's you. That was not me. No, no, no. I am the kind of actor that prefers no tongue because uh, there was a second part to mine, but go on. I don't buy into the, 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 you have to have chemistry with your co-star. 
I, me personally, I can have chemistry with a, a door knob. Like I, you know what I mean? If I've I'm seen it, she does. doing what she I'm supposed to do. <laughs> Beautiful relationship. <laughs> if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you're acting like, like you your, have chemistry. That was, you don't have to well, actually. that was like your first marriage, so. <laughs> oh, Luke would have appreciated that comment and you know it. Oh my God. You're right. Um, I hear you. I hear you. But I was a young teen girl that was very um, not confident. So, you know, things uh, you don't want to talk about sexualizing someone, but the lines got blurred when we were young. It was the 90s. I didn't know anything else. So that was how I gauged, like, Mm -hmm. was I attractive? Was I sexy? And you crave that attention because that's how what you knew. We were on sets where we were wearing tight things and the boys, you know, it was a different time. You know, the boys would tell you how sexy you looked if you looked great. And, you know, it was just there. So you craved that attention. But I do have to say for women, there's a line you want. Okay, fine. I'll say it for me. I wanted mm-hmm. the attention, so I wanted the cute boy to place his tongue in my yeah. mouth. But I didn't want him to suck my face because then I was worried I wouldn't look good on camera. Like, we were always conscious of, like, not too much because mm-hmm. it still has to be a pretty kiss. Girls are conscious of pretty kissing. Yes, there's definitely an art form. Was it ever an issue doing this in front of your dad? Mm. He wasn't there. No. Oh, he wasn't there? He would come to set sometimes. Like, I feel like he was there. He came to set the day David and Donna got married. But no, I never had to kiss in front of him. No. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that would have been weird. But I feel like you you were much more a victim of, like, that self-conscious developmental thing. Because you were a little bit younger and a little bit less experienced maybe than me or Shannon at that point. Mm -hmm. And you did you put a lot of your worth into how these guys treated you and yeah that was hard that was hard to do and hard to kind of come back from because that world that we lived in that bubble of our set was not real and not real life you know it didn't exist outside of that bubble but yet it did like the lines are very blurred they really are I could see it. It was it was your high school and college experience. Like it like was what, yeah. what kids usually go and experience when they go to high school and then they go to college. Like you just guys, you guys did it together with the same people for 10 years. Yeah, Like it wasn't like when we were young, you know, once we were of legal age to go out. Uh, it wasn't like <laughs> we were like, oh, work's over. Bye. We're going to go hang out with our other friends. Like we would then go out like it would. The friendships would continue when the cameras weren't yeah. rolling. So the mm-hmm. lines did cross periodically oh <laughs> wow are we unraveling more than we asked for <laughs> okay with i that. think i you know what this episode represented as well your new nose <gasps> i didn't right. i didn't even notice her <sighs> yeah how did, how did she look i have to be honest with you i didn't notice a difference yeah me neither right Exactly my point. I mean, you guys were barely in this episode. I needed more of you. We were there. We were there to sh- uh, support Brenda in, in, in the whole like um, hot for teacher storyline. And dressed to the nines, by the way, like Tori's hat, the tool. <laughs> I love my hats. Oh. I could never wear a hat today. I'm glad Donna could uh, 
wear a hat back then. Um, what is so? What is the thing with Brenda? Like always loving older men. I mean, in four episodes, she Maxwell Caulfield in the pilot, older man, and now teacher, older man. What is his name? Do we know his name? Tim Dunnigan. Tim Dunnigan. Oh, yeah, Tim Dunnigan as Matt Brody. What does he look like now? Ooh, that's a Google search. I want to see what he looks like now. I don't know, but I I found it odd that we went, we crashed her babysitting session. <laughs> And then somehow ended up going through his underwear drawer to take his photo album out. <laughs> so gross. That? I find it odd that a teacher would be like, Brenda, can I speak to you after class? And he's like, can you babysit for me on Saturday night? That's how it's done? Like, I can't imagine. Like, there's no I other I way. I some friends that babysat for their teacher. But yes, it wasn't really? me. I don't know. But yeah. See, to me, that feels awkward. Like if my husband is crossing the line, mm-hmm. a young girl to babysit, that's like red flag area. Um, well, his wife was a biatch, so <laughs> she was just really not pleasant to be around. No. I On the show. Like, I don't remember. Right, right, right. I just feel like it's the wife to find the student like or student or a young girl I don't know. I can't imagine doing that in school hours. Like, is that even, would the school approve of that nowadays? Like, teachers asking young girls to come babysit for them at 8 o'clock I bet on you Saturday know. night? No. I'm going to go with no. Yeah. Babysit. Yeah, she definitely has a thing for the older men. Yeah. And you see it. It's kind of maybe foreshadowing the the fact that she's going to, like, she has, like, daddy issues almost a little bit. <gasps> I feel like there's such a double standard with the son-daughter relationship. Take that why? Because Jim because- is such a... He's seemingly such a good dad. He's around and he's right. present. But he he like it's almost like he favors Brandon or he lets him get away with more. And so there she starts she's starting to pull away from him and that relationship starting to like you see it almost, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just my hunch. Back to Brandon and his ex. Okay, so okay. when they go they go to the dance club. Did you ever go to that dance club? I went to that what was club it called? when I was young. I can't remember oh, the I went name there of it for the life of um, me. It was downtown. I, I just remember being like, oh my God, I'm downtown Los Angeles at this nightclub. And was, yeah, it was not everything. Saturday Night was Fever. Huge. No. Um, it was I, I, Saturday Night Fever. There was a club named that? <laughs> it was like the night. It was like Saturday Night Fever. Uh, hold on. Oh my God. What was it called? Oh, so that was, that was a real club then. I just thought it was like a, a set. No, that was a real club downtown Los Angeles. And, and that's what way, it looked like when you... Outside. Yeah, that's exactly what it, it looked still, like when you show up there. Yeah, and it still looks like that now. I mean, granted, not this COVID year, but there's still, you know, mayhem outside clubs. The Everyone's ropes, yelling at bouncers. The velvet ropes. Oh, things don't change. 30 years. <laughs> Wait, can we go back to Brandon's first time one more time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You am haven't I, had enough. Am I the only one that when they cut back and forth between Cindy and Jim and Brandon and Cheryl, am I the only one that wanted to see Jim kind of like start to make out with Cindy? What? What? What are you yes, talking about? You are sicko. You're a sicko. I'm not a sicko. <laughs> I enjoyed the romance. No. Like they're not old. They're, they're in a- their 40s. They probably have a... 
a good Are sex Are you saying life? That, that because their son is hooking up in the other room that they're going to hook up with each other? They were in bed. They got close. They look both <sighs> looked very attractive. She was in like a little red satin <laughs> number. Hello. Um, I can't imagine that Jim Walsh wasn't like, okay, you're stressed. <laughs> so let me relieve your stress right now, Cindy Walsh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. oh, my God. Maybe that's how it happens in your house, but I don't think so. <laughs> Clearly, I have pervy. five kids, but I'm just saying. <laughs> That is hysterical. He was like, come here, lay down on my shoulder, baby. I was like. (laughs) Nobody wanted to see that. Yeah, no, it wasn't. But why? Because they were parents. Like nowadays, they're two attractive people. They should be able to have relations as well. (laughs) Not when they think their kid's doing it two doors Um, down. Well, yeah, he, maybe he that's the moment been, when they should parent their children. Well, he wasn't going to do it. She asked him to. And he should have been like turned the tables and distracted her and at least been a little frisky. That's all I'm saying. Frisky. That, frisky. Oh, that's my God. that's my opinion. And I'll leave it at that. Okay, moving on. Well, kind of tied to that, his conversation that he has with him at the end of the episode where they're playing basketball and it's just it's such a modern conversation between a dad and his son about yeah sex broing out yeah exactly i i had a hard time hearing anything that happened in that scene because i was so um uh, fixated on um on jim's um hair Harry, hairiness back. the tank all the hair there was hair <laughs> on the front there was hair on the sides there was hair in the back <laughs> hair everywhere <laughs> he was so furry i i wonder if he's still that furry we should call him and ask him <laughs> you guys prefer hair on men or less hair less i, I mean i'm not i'm not big on the back hair oh, she would like wax it or pluck each one individually she's like a little monkey what Uh, yeah uh, you know how i i had said that brian used to call me lamb chops because i had like a furry face not furry but little like a peach fuzz Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she she gets devices and she shaves my face not shave not shave (laughs) (laughs) it's called dermaplaning yeah. Thermoplaning. No, but one day you got some like as seen on TV machine. It was like, and then you did half my face and you're like, okay, we got to go. And I was like, what do I do I with did the other half? half? The other half's furry. <laughs> do you guys remember that machine from like the 80s? Like the Apple lady? Was that what it was called? Okay, sis, it's a modernized version. It's exactly the Apple lady, but <laughs> for like. so bad. It hurt so bad. It 20, just like, ripped your 20. hair out individually. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the more she'd be like, does it hurt? And the more I would say it hurt, the more she would laugh and do it more. Listen, <laughs> I was glasses on, like sit still. <laughs> but who else to do this than your best friend who loves no you? No one. Yeah, of course. So you should have at the time said to James, hey, come in my trailer. Except you didn't have a trailer. So come in my dressing room mm-hmm. and let me epilate your back. <laughs> you should have done it if you were a good friend. And I was scared. But I one thing that happened was when um Cheryl left for to go back to Minnesota, mm-hmm. the thing she had a realization about and Brandon was like, What what's your realization? Tell me before you go. And she said she turned to him and said, You're a good lo- you're a great lover. 
Yeah, that was so funny. What? Who? What teen says lover, first of all? Yeah. First of all, what You're- person at any age says lover? Like, I don't want to, I don't want anyone to ever tell me I'm a good lover. I don't hate it. Well, really? As an older person. Really? No. It doesn't creep you out a little. Like, you're a great lover. I mean, uh, I think it's like a compliment. Lover? I'm going to, that's your new nickname now. Lover. Hey, lover. Lover. Come to me, hey, lover. Oh, lover. <laughs> but well, I did. You- I, I was, I'm sorry. I was pro Brandon and Cheryl. I thought they were a really cute couple. Really? They just looked I w- like they went together. Oh, and I, I didn't, wanted I didn't, them to I stay together. Nope. Ah, uh, like she was it. too basic for me. Yeah. Yeah, she and was. And no one likes I mean, a basic bitch. Especially not in Beverly Hills. He could do better. I'm totally kidding. I never thought basic. I just I just like that you said that. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just didn't feel the chemistry between them. I just honestly didn't. I felt like he was trying really hard and it was adorable and it just didn't match up for me. Right, like they weren't meant to be together forever, but I thought they looked cute together, like two cute little Minnesota people. <laughs> Except in no way, shape, or form does Jason Priestley look like a cute little Minnesota boy. He doesn't. You know who looked like a stud in this episode was Mr. Dylan McKay. Yeah, he did. Those pajama pants in the school hallway were everything. <laughs> the MC Hammer pants, yeah. Were those pajamas? I no, like flannel pants. They were in then. Like Those were in. Border pants, like surfboard guys wore them in the winter. But like nowadays, people would be like, oh, he had pajama pants on probably, right? He could wear whatever he wanted and it would mm-hmm. look good, you know? He no, but just, he gets yeah, he gets punched in the face. In the face. The I was like, no, no, not the face. Not the face. And then he still helps him out at the end of the episode. So it's like he's Whoa. just so mature to like get over it and understand that his friend was just misunderstood. Yeah, he misunderstood them dancing that close mm-hmm. to one another in the in the club. Yeah, I don't buy that, Dylan McKay. Oh, you really? Think I don't she was buy that she wouldn't go for Dylan McKay. Oh, hundred percent. Who wouldn't? Agreed. I mean, it's not. It's no nothing against Brandon, but I don't know. Yeah, when Dylan McKay comes a knocking, it's like a love spell. <laughs> girls are up for rocking like here's the thing no i i think you're a girl that's one of two ways you're either you love adorable and cute and sweet and the good guy or you want the like dreamy sexy bad boy there's only one or the other it's black and white i feel like i think you're right you know it takes a really I, evolved yeah. teen though to be able to go for that sweet good guy from jump Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I feel like we had our we had so many of those picture those eight by ten perfect like beautiful bad boys in our um <laughs> at our fingertips while we were filming the show. That like in real life, I don't have a type. I'm kind of all over the place. Why are you making that face? Well, yeah. What are those eyeballs? She has a type. What's my type? I, um. Well, when I first met you, you liked musicians and bad boys. Um, but now she definitely, she likes funny, cute. She always has been attracted to cute boys, except there was that one time period. She went through a phase. Oh, my God. You are not 
going to talk I'm about that I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just saying. You are going to talk about this. She went through a phase where she uh, was trying to go against her type. And I wanted to see what it was like. I wanted to find out. And what? What it, it, just trying out different guys like that look different or, you know. Different physicality, different yeah, not so her what, typical what, what, cute boy type. Why was it so drastic? She usually likes them, you know, tall. She likes them sexy, cute, humor, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. smart. Like, yeah, she has a type. And I know what and, you're referring to. And he was yeah. sexy. He just didn't fit the visual. Is he short? No, that that was it. Like it. Mm, oh, that mm-hmm. wasn't it. No. Oh, my God. We have got to move on. Yeah. Let's yeah. move on. Actually, we have to take a break. We can come back to this if you want, Jenny. She doesn't. <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. 
Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to on purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Did you guys know that the little boy that Brenda babysits? Not only a is he he's a holy terror, but um, oh my god, the ghost kids are horrendous. on the show. Whoa. Wowie. But that little boy, that little actor was the same actor who played opposite uh, Tom Hanks as his son in Sleepless in Seattle. <gasps> oh my gosh, fact. it was. I didn't even realize that. Cute as a That's, bug. He was. Uh, that is so cool. Uh, How old would he be today? Wait, uh, can't do the math. <laughs> Younger than you. <laughs> Aren't they all? 40. Okay, one? that's enough. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 30 years, he looked like he was five. I don't know. <laughs> Did you notice how Brandon was a butt grabber? I don't feel like he would have been a butt grabber. What are you talking about? Brandon oh, grabbed yeah. butts? Yeah, he Sarah, grab he like butt. grabs her butt, slaps her on the butt. Like a couple times I feel like it happened. And I'm like, wow, that. Yeah. Wait, wait. No, did he grab her butt <laughs> during a, an embrace of passion? Or was it just like while they were nope. in the kitchen? Yep. It was like when they were walking almost. Yeah, I saw it too. Yep. And that felt uh, a little like, the, like uh, hmm, out of, yeah, didn't feel Brandon. Maybe she just had a really long, long back and like his hand was on <laughs> her back, but it, it looked like her butt. I don't know. Just helping Sis, out. Sis, was it me or did it look like a little, a little like... It looked like a butt grab, but is that stuff written into your guys' script? Like, do they tell you what to no. do with your hands and stuff? No. Or you just improv that? <laughs> no. Jason. That would be amazing, though. If as they, an actor. And then yeah. you cup their ass. <laughs> that would be amazing if you had to do, like, a love scene with an actor. And it, and it said, it actually told you what to do with your hands. Because as an actress, you're like, what the F do I do with my hands? Like, you know, you, I would like a little direction in that department. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Uh, that's like a porno shoot. Like I, <laughs> oh, I, I have actually been to a porno shoot once. What? And what? <laughs> she just died inside a little bit right now. She's like, well, Shut wait, let's up. not. I mean, we're. Why were you there? It was okay. So it was uh, a friend of a friend, and she directs porn, and it was woman on woman, but it's very not sexy when you watch it. Because they're just the whole time she is giving very explicit direction of, you know, move your hand oh. here. do And not all, not all gratuitous. Like even like, you know, hold her cheek. Like do, it's just very, put your hand on her shoulder. It's, it's very, a lot of direction. 
I don't like this conversation. It's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, good. Then it's probably a good one. <laughs> Do you guys have any 9021, oh, no, you didn't best lines from the episode? 9021, oh, no, you didn't. I love that. Um, Wait, my favorite line. Oh, you go first. You go first, sis. What was yours? Um, I had a few. But uh, that's always been my problem. Lots of protection, but no one to protect. Brandon to Cheryl. Hmm. Wow. Okay, that, that says a lot. My, <laughs> my favorite line, I had two. One was a Kelly line where she says to the little boy, the little child, you're going to be a hunk just like your daddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> So I don't creepy. remember the line, but it was the banter that Brenda, Kelly, and Donna had in the hallway about boys outdoor. And then Kelly, once again, was like, or indoors. Like working, <laughs> especially like boys working outdoors. And then you go, mm-hmm. or indoors. <laughs> <laughs> she was so naughty. Kelly was naughty. Remember, you were like, I, I don't know if she meant. And we were like, no, like in the in the pilot, we were was it pilot? First episode? Yeah. Uh, we were like, no, she means like working on my tan. Like you thought indoors laying on my back meant tan. No, outdoors. You know what I mean, you guys. <sighs> I'm getting all hot and bothered. <laughs> well, another really good one from Dylan McKay. You better figure out who your friends are. Nobody could have said that like he said it. But him. Mm-hmm. It was jolting. He had a he way serious. of you would read the script and read lines. And then Luke would have a very unique delivery of everything and a tone interpretation. The The way you would naturally probably put pauses in a sentence, his were different. And I always loved watching him deliver his lines because... It was just like, yes, oh my gosh, but no one else could have gotten away with it. It was just so uniquely his delivery. It was like surfer-esque almost. Did these be like that, like in real life? Like his delivery of everything he said? Yeah, you would hang on everything he said. Wait, can we go back to my boy for a second? How cute was little David Silver coming up to Brandon? And pretending to know his life and then telling him a story yeah. that went on so painfully long that I got nervous for him because, you know, how I get like <laughs> any and very defensive of anything, Brian and David. And I was like, oh, God. And it was so cute to me that they were like, oh, they were like trying in the he beginning was, to pre- portray him yeah. like the nerd. He was so cute. And you know what I noticed, too? Brian was so good at physical comedy. He still he didn't is. have any, you know, experience or training in that that I know of. But he was like so good with like dropping the books and bumping into people and just ha- giving that message of like, oh, I'm a I'm a geek and I just want you to like me. It was so good at that. Except I don't think any geek looked as cute as he was. Like no, he that's was like cute. he was he a little geek. heartthrob playing a geek, which obviously that's why the geek status didn't last long and. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, most people don't know that Brian has really great physical comedy. Like his delivery of Jim Carrey lines from Cable Guy when oh he always says, he does the best Jim Carrey impression and it's so good. His physicality is just like, yeah, we always make him do it. We still do. 
<laughs> we were like, do it, do the cable do it, guy, do it, do it. Do it. It's so good. And he does it every time. He loves it when we ask him <gasps> yeah. to do it. Still to this day? Yeah. Yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. The password is. The password. So, ladies, we're gaining lots of popularity on this podcast. Who would have thunk it? That's there are some nice. emails that have been coming in. Yes. Ooh. Emails. And we will gladly read some of these emails week to week if they're good, right? Only if they're you, good. No, just kidding. You, do you but have you a good one? But you can also DM. There's, uh, there's two good ones, oh. actually. So um, first, I'll tell you guys where you can send them. You can send them to 90210, and that's a zero, at iheartradio.com. Or you can just DM us on Instagram if you follow at 90210OMGpodcast. Um, so whichever is easier for you. But are you ladies ready to answer two of these emails? Let's hear them. Okay. Then we'll decide. This one is from Brad. Did the studio provide car service for all the actors to get to Van Nuys? Or did you have to drive yourself every morning? Hmm, I've, it, I've been asked a lot of questions, but I've never been asked that question, Brad. That sounds like an insider question. I can't imagine someone like, not in the know that? world even how yeah i like if like, i were to watch tv i would never be like oh they had a car service. how'd they like, get I would there never think that yeah good on him yeah, how'd the actors get to set we drove well we drove ourselves yeah, yeah. We, we all had licenses at that time and we just drove our little selves right into our spaces in the parking lot they had our names Except. on them well no not our names our oh, numbers fancy yep they had our numbers Everyone had was park. reminded by their number on the call sheet. <laughs> you had to park in, in your number spot and never deviate from that. <laughs> Ever. Like not even cross Ever. the line. You better not There's cross more the to Brad's email. Um, but we oh, did get car goes. service occasionally when we did something. We'll talk later when we get to them about when we did double up episodes where they did something where they would film two episodes at once to try to get in more episodes filmed for the year. And we were going from one set to another and working insane, like 17 hour days. So um, they didn't want us to get tired at the wheel. So they would send a car. Crazy. Well, he goes, finally, is it true that while working at the warehouse in Van Nuys, you were working next door to a porno shoot and could hear all the sounds? That's true. Where did Brad get his information? Yes, Brad. No. Uh, Brad. Who is Brad? Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. We did. There was a porn production studio next door. We shared a wall with a, with a Yeah, I think you guys mentioned studio. this in one of the first episodes. Wait, are you of sure it's a wall? Oh, I know what you're talking yeah. about. So we had one yeah. set. Then we had our little parking lot with all of our numbered spots. Mm -hmm. Then we had one more the warehouse. Peach bed after dark. Yeah. That became the peach bed after dark. The wall from that went to the next door wall of vivid video. <laughs> which is huge. Wow. The one that I wouldn't have known I wouldn't have known what it was, by the way, at that point in my life and unless the guys had pointed it out and made it a big to do that they yeah. were that's where they were like on their lunch hour is over there robbing their video collection. <laughs> remember they used to come back with video cassettes? Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Next email. <laughs> this is from uh I'm gonna say Ilona. 
Um, we really loved Kelly and Dylan, obviously, but we also appreciated genuine friendship and connection that Luke and Jenny had in real life and even rumored romantic feelings, etc. We would really like to hear more of that. Unfortunately, we hear you guys trying to tease Jenny about her attraction to Jason and it doesn't seem right. Everyone knew about her and Luke, but it was never her and Jason. Eek. Tori is the one that has a thing with him. What is happening? So it's happening? one thing to admire. <laughs> what is happening right now? What? What's <laughs> the email? Wait, what's her name? Yolanda? You? It's Y-L-O-N-A. So I would say Ilona, but maybe I'm it's Y-Lona. Y-Lona. What is happening right now? It's a lot. She's really just, you know, expressing her emotions here. First of all, she's upset that you're teasing me about having a thing for Jason. How do you feel about that? I, listen, we spent 10 years. We're still very close to all of them. They were all beautiful boys. It would only be normal that she would think Jason was attractive. And I'm teasing her about it because there was never over 10 years, I never once heard her say anything giggly and girly and goo goo gaga over Jason. Maybe I did hear it about someone else, but not about Jason. So that's why now I'm enjoying watching her rewatch the show <laughs> and feeling like that kind of like girly like feelings towards Brandon. I like it. It's nice. It's different. Jenny's nodding for everyone wondering the silence. <laughs> Nodding her Everyone's head. Everyone's trying to yes. put us on the okay, spot today. I'm feeling hot. <laughs> well, it's Wylona. Wylona, so leave me There's a lot Lona. of questions in her email. <laughs> so was there a connection that Luke and Jenny had in real life and even rumored romantic feelings about? Hmm. Um, there was, We, like most people, I shared a very um, strong connection with Luke. And we worked closely together for years. And even after 90210, we worked together and we saw each other. And um, our kids knew, you know, our kids knew each other. So that connection was very deep and meaningful. And that's, you know, all I really want to say about that. What if we do it this way? Hypothetically, if you were, and you can say no. Take yourself out of the equation, but it's you. If you were to look at all the boys off camera and be like, there's one that I find cute. And if it were a different lifetime, maybe that's the one I would flirt with. Or we could do Kiss, Mary Kill. Would you play that? Do I have to? No. I'll play it. Yes. Um. Kiss, Mary kill. Okay, so. As Jenny, not Kelly. Mm -hmm. And as. I wouldn't want to kill any of them. I don't. I, I okay. can't kill someone. How oh. can you kill your brother? Kiss, Mary, and. Kick to the curb. Kick to the curb. Like. Kick to the curb. Yeah. Um, okay. In a good way, not a bad way, because she loves them all. This is awful. Um, I would kiss. Dylan. No, we're playing real. You can't, you can't go oh. with characters. <laughs> okay. I would kiss Luke. I would marry Jason or Ian. 
And then I would have to kick Brian to the curb. So I'm going to go on record as her best friend. And I'm saying that she would kiss Luke. And I'm saying she would marry Luke. <laughs> Are you going to ask me? Do you want to play, Tori? I mean, you're, you're, I see you. I know you do. You came up with the game. Sure. I guess Brian, Brian, Ian. You didn't say Ian for anyone. She was torn between Ian and... Yeah, I might have married him. You might marry him? You still... (laughs) You could. It would be weird, but okay. In another alternate universe, you could. (laughs) (laughs) Ian's like a brother to us. Like, you know? Yeah. Do you think I answered Wylona's question... To her liking, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I hope I don't so. Not, not she'll email us again. Her, but I, I really appreciate your question, Wylona. Why? And I'm probably butchering that name, Wylona. But it's fun to say, Wylona. The weird um, part is, I just answered my questions based on now. But do you feel like we should have answered it as us back then? Because we know so much about their lives up until now. So that paid played a big part into it. Like what? I don't think my what, I don't think my answers would be different. What would yours be, Tori? Like the eighteen-year-old Tori? I don't know. Maybe I would yeah. have said like now, looking back, like I think Brian's such an amazing father and would be a great husband. So, but I didn't know that back then. So at the time, mm-hmm. it would be me. I'd want to kiss him because obviously, I've said I had a crush on him. Um, but Mary, not knowing how life would turn out, maybe it. It would have been Jason. I don't know. Interesting. Hmm. So there's that underlining Jason crush that Wylona's talking about. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's you. It's you. What does she mean? What What does she mean by she knows that it was you and Jason that had a thing? I mean, I think she's speculating. But Where is she getting I, that uh, info? Tori is the one that has a thing with him. Because I think, un- I think, unfortunately, uh, I didn't have you next to me on something at one point in my life and opened my big mouth and said something. Yeah. Said that you, you had it. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, ladies, I think we uncovered a lot in today's episode. Yeah, we did. Maybe too much. <laughs> no. Now there's no going back. <laughs> it's like peeling back an onion. Oh, my eyes are burning. <laughs> Tori's sweating, literally. I am sweating so bad right now. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.